This the Black Powder Podcast. Kick up your feet, lean on your armrest, and get your mind blessed on this conquest. Hold a grip like a 12 gauge. Let this moment kick. Black people moving and having some gun ownership. I carry weight, not to keep the camera safe. Just thinking about you, my kids, and my parents' faces. The big topics they don't wanna involve us. Think we're novice, but now we're moving hard with revolvers. This the Black Powder Podcast. Let's get it started. Let's go ahead and make the best of this episode. We're going to try something new. Shout out to Omega Sparks for hitting us with that banger of an intro. And as well as the background music. And the brothers even blessed me with an outro. So, brother, thank you very much. And it's just amazing. I have my own theme song. It's got me feeling like a G. Oh, shit! We're also going to try a little something new as well because I finally figured out how to set up this soundboard. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try to have fun with this one though. But I do owe you all an apology and I thank you for your patience and I thank you for understanding and hopefully it won't happen again because if it does, well, I gotta work on this. Don't take off my belt. I don't wanna see that happen because that gives me flashback to my childhood. Yeah, we all know what that belt looks like. We all remember what that belt feels like, but nonetheless, Let's get right into story time with Yasuke Fett. This story deals with an incident that happened in my personal life. Um, I'm going to go into details behind the names and I'll try and keep it as slightly vague as possible while at the same time making sure that all the, basically the truth comes out and all the major points of the events come out as well. Due to the events that happened in my personal life, I had to kind of put uh, the relationship retaliation subject on the back burner, but I still do plan on going forward with that as well as other topics too, uh, especially topics about children in the house being um, having their lives ended due to improper firearm storage. More on that later, it's still a sad topic, but nonetheless, it's an important one that we will talk about much later. But today's story is about weaponizing the police. Let's just say there was a time where I had to call the police due to a court order being modified by choice. Not by me, by the person who was supposed to adhere and abide to that said order. They chose to do differently due to the fact that they felt that they had control over more of the situation than they really had. When in all actuality, court orders are pretty ironclad for the most part for what they say. If they tell you to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you don't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, well, oh, no! you're going to have to deal with the consequences should you end up back in the court. Nonetheless, I ended up having to call the police myself because in the situation I was dealing with a, a female. And if I would have gone to the newly proposed uh, meeting place and agreed to the newly proposed stipulations for the meeting, 
it would not have ended well for me due to the fact that that person is emotionally unstable. So that's why I called a non-emergency number. Police showed up to the newly proposed place, quote unquote, and ended up talking with myself as well as the female. And long story short, we were able to, basically the police said we had to adhere by the court order, which on that day, the court order was in favor of me. So I was able to walk away and um, basically it's a custody exchange. Let's just go ahead and say that. But I was able to walk away with our daughter due to the fact that paperwork stated that I am supposed to get my daughter on these days. Not you completely changed the meeting area, the stipulations and the constraints of how long the parent can see the child, so on and so forth. That's not what the court paperwork said. And that's not what I agreed to either. Nothing against the police, but in all honesty, when you are dealing with the situation where you're dealing with somebody who's unreasonable, everybody has a tendency to get involved, whether it's by choice or whether it's just by the nature of their job. The police were there to do what they had to do. I can't fault them for that. In all honesty, I maintain my control i got in and got out did what i had to do it basically was just like you know like breathing air makes no difference to me because it makes no difference to me because i know i'm not a malicious person i know i do not have the mentality to wish that person ill will or bad intent at the end of the day i just want my daughter i just want to see my daughter that's why I'm there. So I think at the, the whole entire situation was created due to that one time that I rightfully had to call the police. That person has a volatile attitude anyway. But I called the police because I, being a six foot two black man with locks, did not feel safe going into a different environment, dealing with a different situation. Because if something were to happen, I would end up being the one that was victimized because that's the way society views us. So you need to use your head in these situations. Police are unfortunately a way to shake fathers down as well as control the situation whenever somebody feels like they need to remind you that they are quote unquote in control. But you never let that bother you. It makes no difference to me. It makes no difference to me. Because at the end of the day, the main thing that you are required to do once your business is complete is just to walk away. And I've had to focus on the laser in order to make sure that this could be avoided in the future. Sometimes you just have to take the safety off. Take the safety off, fool. Because when you're in a situation like this, it is always in the back of your mind. It's not as easy for you to, I guess, get over it because at the end of the day, you are being perceived and vilified. You are the one that's causing the problem. You're the one that's the threat. Automatically, because you're the man, that's how you will be perceived. But again, go in, do what you got to do. Just walk away.
versus having somebody come up and just <laughs> with the police being there, just make it seem like a whole scene where you just get kick him in the nuts, kicked in the nuts. It's sad that there's situations like this. And this kind of follows up on the previous episode I did about the fathers that were shot during custody exchanges. If it's not the police, it's got the potential of being a new lover or a new husband or whatever. You don't know their stability. They may be unstable. They may have an attitude problem. They may not be good with anger. Nonetheless, these are people you need to watch out for because they don't have too many brains. Boy, if bullets were brains, all you'd hear from you is click, click, click. Unfortunately, some of those rounds are live. So all I'm saying out there is, gentlemen, ladies too, if you know that you're dealing with somebody who's pretty much an egomaniac or they have personality problems or they just perceive you as a problem or they're doing stuff behind your back knowing that it's going to hurt you but at the end of the day they make themselves look innocent protect yourself maintain frame keep your mindset cool calm and collected and at the end of the day like i said just walk away that's the biggest thing you can do because you're not there for a mud fight you're not there to let your ego fly you're there for your child for your child period all the other small stuff you can handle in court your life is not worth somebody's stupidity some people well, as i always say people are people you are lucky breathing is an involuntary reflex yeah because Sometimes it seems like it's a struggle for people like that to breathe. But it's your job to make sure that you walk away breathing. Take care of yourself out there. Love your kids. Love your family. And for those of you who are lucky and fortunate and blessed enough to still be a whole family unit, maintain that. Keep that family as a whole. Because if you don't, it's either going to be Big Daddy government or the police that's going to take that belt off. Don't make me take off my belt. All right, I think that's enough of the uh, the soundboard. I can't help it. I like these buttons. Nonetheless, the way we win this is by being smart about it. If we're not smart about it, we're never going to win this war. This rate, we're never going to win this war. At this rate, we are never going to win this war. We need to come together underneath one mindset. We need to come together underneath one agreement. Whether you're together or not, it doesn't matter. It's already going to be hard enough for the child. Keep your egos out of it. Keep your feelings out of it. As my father likes to say, stop making each other bleed. That's all you're focused on right now. And that's all you're trying to do. I put my knife away a long time ago and I've been trying to move forward ever since. But sometimes it's just hard to do when the other person has their teeth bared and their knife out. But nonetheless, like I said, try and come up with a plan. I hope and pray in the future that I can. And if anything, 
I hope the things that I went through do not end up becoming your problems. And I consider myself fortunate because I'm still alive and breathing. As if we already don't have enough black men dying for no reason in the streets already. Don't allow anybody to weaponize the police against you. And if it does happen, keep yourself alive. That's all I got to say. And I hope this story, I know it wasn't thrilling, I know there wasn't a lot of drama, but nonetheless, I hope this story finds you well. And I hope it reminds you, if not gives you a better mindset of what you should do when you're dealing with weaponized police against you. Maintain your frame, be calm, and display the fact that what is being said against you or what is being preconceived against you is not true. You're the opposite of what is expected. You are the calm one. You are not creating the issue. Until next time, this has been the Black Powder Podcast. You can find us at blackpatterpodcast at gmail.com, rss.com slash podcast slash bpp you can even find us on social media such as twitter i think i'm working on twitch maybe that'll come later but nonetheless youtube and instagram as black powder podcast once again shout out to omega sparks all the other supporters i run and gun ogun gear scorched earth firearms so on and so forth Oh, and check out Booker's Dude Ranch, too. You can find them on Facebook, which we're also on as well. But once again, until next time. Oh, yeah. How can I forget? Shout out to Omega Sparks. Until next time, I'm going to let him hit you with the outro. Stay safe. Love y'all very much. Thanks for listening. Peace. This the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it splitting. We got the wisdom hitting targets with a mark with precision. We're having fun in the booth, we're running gun for the truth. Every future black gun owner, we're spreading the news. We do it legal, we're moving regal and blessing the people. Some hopes for the culture, we keep it locked like guns in our holster. Holding it down as we're loading the rounds. If they were nervous back then, then they're gonna be scared of us now. Black Powder Podcast, we'll be back in a while. Yeah.